Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. Welcome back to another episode of the Do Hard Things podcast. I'm your host, Jay Teagues, your certified high-performance coach and leadership trainer. And this is a special episode. I haven't done one of these in a while. But uh, I'm at Manitou, the Manitou Incline in Manitou Springs, Colorado. And uh, this is one of my favorite hard things to do. And what I want to do in this episode is take you with me on my, on my hike this morning, tell you a little bit about it. Uh, the reason that I love it so much, and uh, if you haven't done it, maybe it will inspire you to come out here and give it a shot yourself. And uh, so it's a beautiful Tuesday morning, August 8th, 2023. The sun is out. It is absolutely breathtakingly beautiful this morning. I'm on a little road trip. You want to talk about doing hard things. I got, <laughs> I'm taking a road trip with, uh, with my daughters. We've got uh, three. Uh, they're 15 this year. And uh, we came here to Colorado Springs to meet up with uh, one of my daughter's friends. So I actually have four 15-year-olds with me because uh, she's been staying with us for the last few days in Airbnb and uh, giving them a little tour of the uh, city and, um, you know, letting my uh, daughters uh, spend time with their friend. So it's been, uh, it's been great. Yesterday we did Pikes Peak. We did the uh, Garden of the Gods. We've ate some great food this morning. I invited them to do the incline, and they declined. And I'm not mad at them about it because I think it would probably, uh, it, it would be, it, it's a, it's a, it's not for the faint of heart. So, um, and I want them to uh, want to enjoy this and come back another time. So we'll we'll try that uh, when they're a little bit uh, in a little bit better shape, maybe just a little bit older. But uh, so they're sleeping in this morning. I'm out here, and I thought, you know what? I haven't done one of these episodes in a while. So let me take you with me. I'm trying out this new app. So the audio probably sounds a little different. Apologize for that, but uh, hopefully you enjoy uh, this episode of the Manitou Incline. All right, so let me give you some facts about the Manitou Incline. So this is, uh, this is considered an extreme uh, difficulty level. It has, it's basically a bunch of railroad ties that go up the side of the mountain. You can see them from a pretty good distance away. It's a total of 2,744 steps, and it's about 0.9 miles in length. Um, so basically, it's 0.9 miles up of uh, step climbing. And then what most people do, and what I would recommend you do, is you take the bar trail coming back down, which is about another three miles. And so it's about a four-mile round trip. You can go back down the stairs if you'd like. But uh, it is much more difficult to do so, and I would recommend taking the bar trail down. So you can expect about a, almost a four-mile uh, round trip. Um, you're gaining about 2,020 feet of elevation. At the base, you're at 6,530 feet, and at the summit, you end up at 8,550 feet. The average grade is 41%, steepest grade being 68%. You're almost on your hands and knees at that point in time. 
Uh, the average time it takes someone. Well, uh, seasoned incliners, there's people that come out here all the time. Then you've got your Olympic athletes that come out here. They can do it in under 30 minutes. I think in my prime, this is in my uh, young 20s. This is back when I was running, you know, really fast 5Ks, like 16-minute 5Ks. I did it in the low 30s. I think the last time I did this, it took me about an hour. So uh, I think the average person is probably going to be in the, that hour to uh, maybe a little bit over uh, range. So um, it is, uh, it's definitely challenging. Now, there's some nuances to getting here to the incline. Uh, probably j just as equally hard to, uh, to climb it is probably finding a parking spot. And so you, there's a reservation system that uh, when I first came here in the early, uh, late 90s, early 2000s, uh, there was no reservation system. It was basically a parking lot up here, first come, first serve. The trail was not in great shape. In fact, it was kind of, uh, I think they wanted, they didn't want people to actually climb it. They had signs that said keep out. And um, there was no organization that was really maintaining it. It was actually becoming kind of a safety hazard because it was kind of eroding. Um, but since then, the, uh, there's an organization that has uh, basically take, taken over, if you will, for safety concerns. And there's like a reservation system now. And so if you go to manitousprings.org, um, you can search, like, you know, how to res reserve the uh, incline. But they have people that check you in now. So it's free, uh, but you have to reserve in advance because there's so many people that come here now. It's like 70,000 people that visit this place. And with that, you need maintenance. You need parking. Manchu Springs is a really small, small town. So uh, those are some of the challenges. So uh, there's a reservation system and you can park up near here. It costs like 15 bucks to park if you can find a spot. And I parked down, oh, I forgot the name of the trailhead, but they basically have a free shuttle. So it cost me $7.50 and they have a, a shuttle that runs every 10 minutes to take you up to the, uh, the trail. And uh, they, they drop you off. And so basically the current capacity, they're basically open um, at, at, in, the, in the morning from between 6 and 10. They take 65 people every 30 minutes. From 10.30 to 1.30, about 45 people every 30 minutes. And then from 2 to 6 p.m., about 25 people every 30 minutes. So when you reserve, you can reserve more than one time slot. And uh, for me, I just reserved the other day. And I was still able to get a morning slot. So it really wasn't uh, that bad. Um, what else do we want to know? Uh, the incline is, yeah, it's basically open 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You're not supposed to bring any pets on the trail. Um, so I think people still do, but uh, you're not really supposed to. The, uh, it's better to probably get here early in the morning because it can get pretty, pretty doggone hot. And, uh, you're already, <laughs> you're already breathing kind of heavy with the lack of, uh, with the lack of oxygen. So you want to get here early, and if, if you can, plus it's, it's great to watch the, uh, the sunrise from here. Also, you know, with the uh, Colorado Springs is known for having some uh, pretty decent uh, thunderstorms and uh, hailstorms. In fact, the last time that I, that I climbed this, it was early afternoon. Uh, oftentimes, you'll have a nice sunny morning, but then the, uh, the, the clouds will roll over the mountains uh, late morning, early afternoon, and you can get an isolated thunderstorm. And being at altitude... I mean, Colorado is known for the uh, number of lightning strikes and people struck by lightning, and there's some pretty significant hail that can come here. So the weather can, can turn pretty quick, and you don't want to be caught up there in that. So just be cognizant of the, uh, the weather. 
The uh, so what are some other facts about the uh, the incline? So the 2,744 steps is not a walk in the park, and hiking the incline is comparable to climbing up the Empire State Building. It's also comparable to climbing the Eiffel Tower twice, the Washington Monument three times, and the Statue of Liberty six times. So it's a it's a beast of a climb. Not gonna lie, it's a it's it's definitely a beast. So what else do you need to know? You probably want to bring some sunscreen because you're up at altitude, and uh, bring some water and probably something to eat. And that's that's really about it. A good pair of shoes and uh, be prepared to uh, to suffer a little bit because. Like I said, it's uh, the altitude will, will get you. So uh, that's pretty much the, the rundown of the uh, of the incline. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, get started. Probably the next couple segments, you're probably going to hear me breathing a little hard. Uh, but I'll try to pop in and give you a, an update of, of, of where we're at in time and steps and uh, take you with me down the bar trail. All right, I'm all checked in. And uh, there's a group of people down here. I got my watch going. So we are, we are now moving. Um, yeah, so far so good. The railroad ties are uh, in pretty good shape, and uh, there's a pretty good crowd of people here. Man, I see some little kids up here. I should have dragged my kids out here for this. I'm going to make them do it. I'm going to make them do it. They need to get out here and experience this. So, anyway, we are, uh, we're off. I got the timer going. We'll see how long it takes me to do this. All right, so I'm 200 steps in. They have these placards that show the amount of steps, so you just kind of know where you're at. As you can tell, I am already out of breath. And to be fair, I'm personally a little out of shape for me, personally. Uh, combine that with the altitude, you get to hear me breathe heavy. So, but we're uh, making progress. One foot in front of the other. All right, at five or six minutes in, I'm already at 500 steps, but we're slowing the pace down. The first 500 are pretty, I wouldn't say flat, but probably the flattest you're going to get on the trail. And then the incline goes up uh, significantly. So, first 500 steps are the easiest. But uh, six and a half in, over 500, good to go. All right, I'm 800 steps in. We're almost at 10 minutes. Haven't stopped yet, but I'm slowing down the pace. Here before too long, we're taking breaks every few steps. That's how... Once it gets really steep, it's difficult to maintain the pace, but I think this is where the incline really actually starts. So here we go. One foot in front of the other. All right, I'm at 1,200 steps in. It's been over 15 minutes, and uh, still haven't taken a break yet. Heart rate is up there. I'm definitely slowing down. I'm like one foot in front of the other, like step, step. And it's really starting to get steep now. So, I'm going to go as long as I can without taking a break. People, this is where people start stopping a lot. <clears throat> but we're going to keep going. One step in front of the other. All right, I'm at 1,400 steps. It's been 19 minutes, 11 seconds. I haven't stopped taking a break yet, but I envision it's going to happen soon. Uh, legs are starting to burn. Getting that, uh, just breathing heavy, heart wants to be out of the chest, but getting that, uh, that burning sensation in your, in your chest. Um, this is where it hurts. 
This is where we start doing hard things. This is where the training starts. Hey, good morning. So, one foot in front of the other, it's mind over matter. Body wants to quit. The mind is what keeps you moving forward. So, we're gonna keep going a little longer. I'll talk to you when I take my first break. All right, at 22 minutes in, I took my first break. And I think the key is, when you start taking breaks, do intervals, force yourself to not picnic too long. It's easy to sit and try to catch your breath. Give it a certain time, 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes, and then cut yourself off and move after that. You gotta force yourself to keep moving. If not, I think it just hurts even worse. Slow and steady. Exactly. All right, we're at 1600 now. This is the part where you going to start calling your hands a little bit. It gets really steep. Some of the uh, railroad ties are double and triple. So some big steps up. I'm looking up and there's probably about 40 people. Most of them standing, catching their breath. All right, I'm at, I think around 1700, I'm taking a break, looking at the view. Uh, it's definitely a beautiful morning. Hey, morning. Good, how you doing? Uh, just hiking. <laughs> yeah, all right. Here long enough, time to keep moving. All right, we're 29 minutes, almost 30 minutes in. Hard to believe the elites finish around this time. I still got about a thousand steps to go. And I'm almost on my hands and knees at this point. And uh, I can't really talk, so I'm gonna shut up now. All right, I'm at 2,000. I got 744 steps to go. Still very vertical here. Uh, the bitch about this section is there's kind of a false flat because you're 2,000 steps in and you think you see the top, but then it kind of crests and then it goes up again for the last few hundred steps. And it's a real, it's a real mindfuck. Pardon my French. Uh, so, as you can hear, I am out of breath. I'm still making progress. I've taken four short stops so far. So I'm making really good progress. I think the, the temperature this morning, and I think just having you along here with me, give me some motivation. When I did it a month ago, it's midday, super hot. Uh, and, uh, yeah. All right, let me keep moving. I'm at the false flat. It's painful every time. Because then you see that next rise. But at the top of that rise, you're done. Done, son. Every time I do this, these types of things, I always get to that point where you question why the hell you do it. But, uh, 
this is living. And uh, it makes you more grateful for everything else in your life. Like, I'm gonna be grateful to get to the top. I'm gonna be grateful for that next cold bottle of water, that next snack. And uh, humans were designed to, we're designed for this. We gotta push our limits. Our mind, our body. And this is where it's at. I'll tell you, I feel more connected spiritually in states like this. And I get such mental clarity. I usually solve a problem or just have a great idea. It's just interesting, even this morning I had that resistance. I just want to stay in bed. I don't have to do this. No one's watching. Kids are watching. That's a motivator. But it's like every time, the resistance is always there for everyone. So I tell you what, I'm so grateful. They still have the ability, the health, uh, to be able to do this because one day I won't and there's other people that would give anything to be able to do what I'm doing right now all right 2300 we're at 41 57 making good time an old, an old guy like me middle-aged oh age is just a number I feel pretty damn good to be real 45. I'm feeling pretty damn good. All things considered. I'm out of shape for me right now, but it's nothing but a thing. We gotta fix that. Oh. One step further. But like yeah. the shorts are cool. Where'd you get this? Kill crew. Kill crew. Look at this, my wife. She liked this. Yeah, they have a lot of cool designs. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Alright. Lacey, I'll probably forget, but the girls wearing a really cool pair of look like cowhide running shorts made by Kilker. I don't know what that is, but they were cool. So, this is a reminder to get those for you because you like this. I'll be getting delirious now. <laughs> Talking about cowhide running shorts. <clears throat> We're still one foot in front of the other. And uh, this is where the, the last final push. I'm not sure what step count I'm at. But the final incline. And we're 46 minutes in. I keep going. Minimum breaks. Mind over matter. One foot in front of the other. Let's go. Alright, 2648 minutes in. Almost there. 144 to go. That's the hardest part. We're almost there. <laughs> All right, 
on the final push, maybe like 50 steps to go. And this is where you want to, your inclination is to stop so badly. I'm literally one foot in front of the other. Maybe you can hear me stomping. I'm just burning in my chest. My legs are jello. The heat from the sun starting to bear down. Even though the breeze is nice and cool. And uh, we're almost there. Almost there. I'm going to take you with me on the last few steps. So you're just going to have to listen to me breathe hard. Do hard things. When I get to these points, I always think about the other hard things that I've done. It gives me strength and courage. I think about God and all the gifts he's given me and all the blessings that he's with me. I think about my family, my kids, my wife. I see the final plate. I'm sucking it up. Maybe like 20 steps to go. There's a bunch of people up here. Morning. Good job. I'm not going to stop. Sorry, I'm going to photobomb you. <laughs> All right. We did it, we're at the top. Fifty-three minutes on the nose. That was hard. Holy cow. I'll come back when I catch my breath. Alright, so I caught my breath. <laughs> Took me a little bit. But that uh made it to the top in fifty-three minutes. There's probably about twenty people at the top and uh, all taking photos and Beautiful up there, called Lacey, talked to her for a minute, and uh, it's cool. I had this chipmunks have no fear, they must get fed a lot because I had one like run into my hand. I wasn't expecting that. Um, but yeah, I'm headed back down the uh, the bar trail. So the bar trail um, goes all the way to the top of uh, Pike's Peak, and you can take the connector on the way down, which is about three miles basically, three miles of uh, single track switchbacks. It's a nice little trail. And uh, it seems like, I don't know, it seems, it seems like longer than three miles every time I do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a nice little jaunt. Last time we were up here, uh, we had a little thunderstorm. So we, uh, we made it down pretty quick this morning. I'm just going to take it easy, talk to you a little bit, catch my breath, enjoy the scenery. And, um, yeah, uh, I think... So I guess what I want to talk now, just some thoughts that I'm having. I know that uh, the podcast, I've only been doing the Monday morning episodes. It took a break from doing interviews. And to be quite honest, I think I just needed a mental break after the transition from the military. I'm going through a big transition point. And the challenge that I'm currently facing is the paradox of choice. I'm truly blessed with all these amazing opportunities. And, you know, I wanted to take the summer to travel do some work and I've been able to do just that but I found myself feeling a bit uh, unsettled and lost and this is pretty common for people that are going through a big transition in their life and um, also people that are you know I mean those that are all veterans can, can definitely empathize with 
the, the losing a sense of yourself through this process of transition. And, you know, I'm a mindset coach, and this is what I help people with all the time, and I'm finding myself uh, in the throes of it. And I think um, recently I've been doing a lot of work on myself, just taking some time to enjoy the, the calm and the, the, the slower pace of life. And that's, that's been the greatest challenge, I think, of going you know, from a career of one thing after another, constant go, 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 um, and just high out tempo and stress to literally nothing <laughs> uh, is a blessing, but kind of a curse at the same time because it, it just takes a while for your mind to wrap your head around it. So that's where I've been. Um, into that paradox of choice, I've been, I just started a book called uh, 10X is Easier Than 2X. And this is something, you know, that one of the things I teach, help, you know, um, executives and the high performers work is less is more. And I've got a lot of choices. I, th- I think I think we need to experiment with things. We need to try things. But at some point, you have to boil down what your true projects are. And you've got to get super focused. And the story in 10X is easier than 2X. I mean, basically what the book is saying, the concept of 10X is that that uh, trying to 10 times the output um, versus 2X. You know, how, how are some people so incredibly productive to where they can, you know, Grant Cardone has a book called 10X. Um, I'm sorry, I'm, 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 I'm having a little bit of uh, brain fog here, I think, the lack of oxygen. So bear with me as I'm trying to talk. Uh, you know, most people are shooting for 2x or 3x, um, whereas many people are, are the, the thing is you should be shooting for 10x, and 10x is actually easier than 2x. And what I mean by that is when you get singularly focused and you, you make your goals big, scary, audacious um, goals that, that feel that scare you, that you think are maybe even unachievable, those are the ones you should shoot for. What most people are doing with when they're 2Xing or 3Xing, there's a lot of ways to 2X or 3X any project that you're working on, um, and that's the problem. It's the, You have all these different choices to do that. When you 10X something, you have very few modalities to do that, and in doing that process, it cuts out all of the other bullshit that are only going to get you mediocre results. So if you truly want to amplify things, you should shoot for 10X. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you're notified of future episodes. I would also love to know, what is your takeaway? What what insight did you get from today's episode? You can screenshot this, send it to me on social, post it on social, tag me, and when you share like that, someone else someone else out there may need to hear this message today. Only 10% of people are engaged in personal growth and development. And uh, there could be a nugget here that could put someone in a positive trajectory. So feel free to share that, tag me in it. Send me a direct message. Send me an email. Let me know what your thoughts are. And you can, you can connect with me on all social media. You can send me an email at j at jteeks.com. Take a moment. Leave a review on iTunes. No matter if you're listening to Spotify or any other platform, like iTunes, I guess, is the gold standard for, uh, for reviews, and it really goes a long way for uh, 
the algorithm for people searching for personal growth and development, and it helps us go a long way. Means a lot to me that you took a couple minutes to do them. I, I you know, read through all of them, and you know, it, it just feels good knowing that uh, that this show is impactful. So, if you gain any value, it just has to uh, that you do that. Um, if you want to level up, you want to take the next step in your personal growth and development. You can go to jtigs.com, J-A-Y-T-I-E-G-S.com. We've got a variety of options. We've got one-on-one coaching, high-performance coaching through the High Performance Institute, certified high-performance coach. We've got a few different curriculums that I take people through. I also do group coaching. If you have an organization that needs a speaker or you want a live workshop, I can come in and deliver some training to you and your organization. We also have the exclusive Forge Mastermind Group. That is a, an elite community of like-minded people that are growing together. And uh, we have a weekly call there. And uh, we're going to be rolling out new content for that. And then also we got apparel. So, the uh, you know, we've got to go to dohardthingsapparel.com. Get your Do Hard Things shirt. Show the world that you do hard things. we got hoodies over there. we got hats. we got we got stickers. we got patches. A variety of different things. And we've got a, a variety of different models uh, coming out. So, uh, go, go, you can show the world that you do hard things and you can go over there and support us that way. That'd be great. So in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Keep doing hard things. We'll see you guys in the next episode.